federal, state, local, and private sector partners conduct nationwide exercise to test election day plans. From NASS.org, the National Association of Secretaries of State. For immediate release, July the 30th, 2020, Washington, D.C. This week, representatives from the federal government, state and local election officials, private sector election companies, and national political committees participated in the election community's largest annual exercise to test and refine election day response plans. The third tabletop the vote hosted by the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, took place July 28th through the 30th and included 37 states and approximately 2,100 total participants. As in past years, state and local officials participated virtually from their respective states as they would be on election day. The majority of Washington, D.C.-based participants participated virtually as well this year. Following the exercise, CISA Director Christopher Kreeps and members of the Election Infrastructure Government Coordinating Council Executive Committee, U.S. Election Assistance Commissioner Chairman Ben Hoblin, National Association of Secretaries of State, Immediate Past President Paul Pate, National Association of State Election Directors President Lori Aguino, Escaban S. Cambia, County, Florida Supervisor of Elections David Stafford, and Election Infrastructure Sector Coordinating Council Chair and Unison Director of Infrastructure Policy and Product Development, Brian Hancock, released the following statement. In less than three months, millions of Americans will cast their vote, but for the state and local officials who administer elections and the government and private sector partners who support them, the work has been ongoing for more than three years. We have made significant progress during that time, and this week's Tabletop the Vote exercise demonstrates the unprecedented levels of coordination between all levels of government and the private sector to ensure the 2020 elections are decided by voters free from foreign interference. This week's exercise provided an opportunity for the election community to come together to gain plan for various scenarios and test and improve our response plans. This year's exercise included discussions of the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on election processes and adjustments or new measures election officials have implemented to keep voters and poll workers safe. Fortunately, election officials have been managing to risk their systems and preparing for the unexpected for as long as we've had elections. Tabletop the vote is just one example of the steps we've taken collectively to make the 2020 elections more secure and resilient. 
numerous state or regional exercises have also taken place. Every state's election infrastructure is protected by an intrusion detection system known as an Albert sensor, and all 50 states and more than 2,500 local jurisdictions receive real-time threat information. Hundreds of assessments have been conducted by public and private sector security experts, and this year more than 90% of voters will cast their ballots with an audible paper record. The American people have had a role to play too. Election day may look different than you've seen in the past, and with more Americans voting absentee, it will take longer to tabulate and report complete results. We recognize that change can lead to confusion, and adversaries may seek to exploit that confusion to spread doubt in the process of disinformation. These efforts can only be successful if we let them, which is why it's important to be patient and remember that your state and local officials are the best sources for trusted and accurate information about voting, election day procedures, and official results. We're all in this together. If everyone does their part, we can and will ensure the 2020 elections are secure and resilient. Election security. Have you ever wondered how elections are secured? From the Election Assistance Commission, www.eac.gov. Election workers. Almost all processes and procedures require that two or more trained personnel be involved. These officials have taken an oath to uphold state election laws and protect the security of the election. Representatives of political parties or candidates, and sometimes even members of the general public, are allowed to observe and monitor election activities. Contingency planning. If something does happen on or near election day, most jurisdictions have backup plans in place to make sure voters can still cast their votes. Voter registration. Voter registration ensures only those meeting state eligibility requirements are able to vote and helps keep track of who has cast a ballot. Only authorized personnel have access. All database traffic is monitored. Routine backups. Personal information is only released in accordance with state's legal guidelines. Voters who do not appear on the registration list or do not have the required form of ID, can cast a provisional ballot. U.S. elections are conducted independently across thousands of local jurisdictions, each following unique laws and statutes, which means there's no single point of access.
Election Night Reporting. When the polls close on election night, election personnel collect vote counts from each machine and report results to election headquarters. Ballots and equipment are then securely transported back to election headquarters. Although we may know who won an election within a few hours, results are not official until the vote is certified by the election office. Many jurisdictions conduct post-election audits to further verify results. Vote-by-mail ballots are protected by state rules and procedures that determine how they must be handled. Mailed envelopes must be signed so that signature can be compared to the signature on the voter's registration form. Election equipment. Each piece of voting equipment is put through logic and accuracy tests to make sure ballots will be counted correctly. Ballots and election equipment are typically secured with tamper evidence seals and transported to polling places in secure containers. Most jurisdictions have adopted policies that forbid voting machines from connecting to the internet. While election materials are in use, they are closely watched by election workers trained to notice and respond to any suspicious behavior. Each time election materials and equipment switch hands, it has to be documented. When it isn't being used, Voting equipment is stored in a facility accessible only to trained election personnel. Election security. Have you ever wondered how elections are secured? From the Election Assistance Commission www.eac.gov. Election workers. Almost all processes and procedures require that two or more trained personnel be involved. These officials have taken an oath to uphold state election laws and protect the security of the election. Representatives of political parties or candidates, and sometimes even members of the general public, are allowed to observe and monitor election activities. Contingency planning. If something does happen on or near election day, most jurisdictions have backup plans in place to make sure voters can still cast their votes. Voter registration. Voter registration ensures only those meeting state eligibility requirements are able to vote and helps keep track of who has cast a ballot. Only authorized personnel have access. All database traffic is monitored Routine backups, personal information is only released in accordance with state's legal guidelines. 
Voters who do not appear on the registration list or do not have the required form of ID can cast a provisional ballot. U.S. elections are conducted independently across thousands of local jurisdictions, each following unique laws and statutes, which means there's no single point of access. Election Night Reporting When the polls close on election night, Election personnel collect vote counts from each machine and report results to election headquarters. Ballots and equipment are then securely transported back to election headquarters. Although we may know who won an election within a few hours, results are not official until the vote is certified by the election office. Many jurisdictions conduct post-election audits to further verify results. Vote-by-mail ballots are protected by state rules and procedures that determine how they must be handled. Mailed envelopes must be signed so that signature can be compared to the signature on the voter's registration form. Election equipment. Each piece of voting equipment is put through logic and accuracy tests to make sure ballots will be counted correctly. Ballots and election equipment are typically secured with tamper evidence seals and transported to polling places in secure containers. Most jurisdictions have adopted policies that forbid voting machines from connecting to the internet. While election materials are in use, they are closely watched by election workers trained to notice and respond to any suspicious behavior. Each time election materials and equipment switch hands, it has to be documented. When it isn't being used, voting equipment is stored in a facility accessible only to trained election personnel.